You're listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am D'Artagnan, and today is the first part of a four-part interview with someone who is directly responsible for me uh, entering into the fray that is street magic. He's been a teacher of sorts, a friend, a confidant, and one of the uh, best sleight-of-hand people I have ever met. So... We conducted a uh, about a two-hour interview on the last day of 2019, and this will be broken up into four parts, shared consecutively. And so now, let's start with the first part of my interview with Eric Evans. Well, that's the strategy I like the best: is uh, to take advantage of uh, hot blondes, which is uh, strategy number like. 14 or something i don't know which (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 that's the one i've employed the most i think in my personal life (laughs) that's a good one it's a mighty good one so uh since there's no real format to this are there things you want to talk about specifically because we're going to talk about some of this your book of course and uh why people find it confusing for some reason which seems uh, alien to both of us, I'm sure, but uh, probably we'll talk about a bit about that. And, I mean, what else would you like to talk about? I'm sure there's some other... Oh, yeah, primarily about uh, Ernie and uh, Cellini. Yes. Um, you know, and how, how learning from them at the time that I did in my life, how it was just exactly what... And that kind of dovetails with, you know, if if somebody is sincerely interested in learning, I think a teacher will just appear, you know, it's happened to me twice in my life and, uh, and probably more than that. Um, but I really think that's the the key. I know that Jimmy would go out of his way to find students, uh, (laughs) used to, and I kept telling Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, they got to come to you. Don't go to them, you know, (laughs) but, uh, I think he, I think he's getting that a little more these days. I think he understands a little better now. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you tend to mellow and, of course, uh, reflect more with age, and then you sort of uh, things tend to congeal uh, a lot better. I, I'm certainly experiencing that. I know every time when I go back and reread stuff for the podcast or read it numerous times, you know, there's always little things you can pull out that are like mean differently, mean different things to you now than, of course, they did when you first read them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let's. <laughs> Let's just jump in. So I'm talking today with Eric Evans, who uh, doesn't like me calling him a, uh, my teacher or anything like that. Uh, he, lo- he loathes that kind of languaging. But uh, he, in a way, Eric is responsible, and that could be seen as good or bad, with me being uh, more deeply involved in the art of magic, I would say, because uh, he was the person I sought out um, to learn about street magic. Well, because now, now let's, <laughs> let's let's be let's be let's be entirely accurate here. I was the second person you saw that. That's true. Let's be entirely. 
that's true. That's true. That is true. I originally sought out somebody else, and that person was uh, essentially no longer working, or or depending on what you believe, uh, worked very little throughout. So, <laughs> well, it was it was it was his his working career was fueled by uh, let's say uh, 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 unusual substances. <laughs> <laughs> so but you learned of course from two people that uh, anyone deeply involved in magic will be familiar with and so maybe take us back you know to your history and who you learned from okay yeah uh, uh good to be here d'artagnan it's uh, always good to talk with you and thanks for having me um i uh back around 16 years of age i got really uh, i was torn between magic and art fine art painting uh and eventually realized that my my sanity would probably be a lot more solid if i went into of all things magic as opposed to <laughs> a, a drug-fueled uh short career dying in my 30s uh fine arts um uh, short life. Uh, so I did just that. I, I bought everything I could on magic, uh, uh, learning that there was a magic store in town, got Henry Hay eventually from the library, um, and, uh, studied that. But at, at meeting my first teacher, I was 19 years old, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I went to the local club, IBM, I believe it was, and asked them who, you know, who could teach me uh, card material and said, oh, you got to meet Ernie. And uh, so the next month, he wasn't there that month. So the next month I went again and met him and he invited me by a weekly meeting that he had um, with uh, a friend, Cliff Hill at the time. And Cliff was the only professional working magician in Albuquerque. And he had been attending meetings with Ernie for a couple of years. Uh, across the street from the University of New Mexico on Central Avenue at the Frontier Restaurant. And they would meet, I think at the time, it might've been Tuesdays and attended that meeting and loved it. Ernie started showing me some of the material he had come up with, uh, some slights. And uh, he was really uh, a quintessential move monkey. And he made, he was not embarrassed about that. He was not uh, in any way shy about that fact. He was not a performer. He made no bones about that. He hated to perform for people and he would not do it under any circumstances, <laughs> but he did love moves and uh, uh, he had been studying. He was self-taught. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at to listen to this entire episode and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. That's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. Tired of being a trickster, are you not? 